the Columbia Workshop presents number six of 26 by Corwin. The Odyssey of Runyon Jones, being a fairy tale for children who stay up later these days because of daylight saving, or for any other reason. A new fantasy by Norman Corwin in six scenes in one act, with no moral thereunto. Illuminated by an original musical score composed and conducted by Alexander Semler. Yes, sir. It's a terrible name, but Mother says I like it when I grow up because it's distinguished, she says. The other boys call me Onion. What's the name of your dog? Footsie. Footsie? Yes, sir. He's very smart, sir. When did you lose him? Yesterday morning. Where? Right outside my house. He was chasing an automobile. Why? He wanted to bite the tires, I think. Front or rear? All of them. What happened? The car ran over him. And then? He was killed, sir. And you're on the wrong floor. This is the Department of Lost Dogs. What you want is the Department of Deceased Dogs. Where is that, sir? Two flights up. Here, take this slip and hand it to the man at the desk. Thank you, sir. Let me see that slip. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Pootsie. Are you Runyon Jones? Yes, sir. Just a minute. Let me look at the file. Pootsie Jones. One and a half years old. Inveterate auto chaser. Leash. Attitude. Mm-hmm. Young man, I don't think there's anything we can do for you. You can't find Pootsie? Ordinarily, in a good many cases, when a boy's dog dies from old age or natural causes, or is merely run over while chasing a cat in line of duty... He was fatally wounded in a fight with other dogs. We can make arrangements with St. Bernard, the proprietor of Dog Heaven, for the return of the animal on a limited basis. What's a limited basis? But in the case of Putsy, he is down in the files as an inveterate auto chaser and tire nipper class four. Also, it's known that he has resisted leashes, that he bit a dog catcher on August 11th last, and that he stayed out all night on three separate occasions. Sorry to say, he's not in Dog Heaven. No? Gosh. Are you sure, mister... Couldn't he have snuck in when nobody was looking? He's not in dog heaven, and that settles that. Well, where is he then? In the place where all ill-behaved curs are punished. Purgatory. Where's that? I'll go there. Oh, no, that's impossible. But he won't chase me more automobiles. I swear it. Look, honest, I'll spill my hand and touch my forehead three times. What's that mean? Well, that's the secret oath of the Elmwood Street AC, which means pledge of honor. Nevertheless, it'll be impossible. But Percy will be lonely without me. I have to find please, him. Please, please go now. I'm busy. But gee whiz, I came all the way now, here. go quietly, Mr. Jones, or I shall have to call an officer. I won't go. I won't go without Percy. You've got him somewhere and you're hiding him. Now, on listen me. here. I... I won't listen. You give my dog back or I'll kick you in the shin. Why? Percy! Percy! You locked him up and you won't let me have him because you want to keep him for yourself. Here, here, I'm you stop kicking me. Stop that. Officer, officer, come here. All right, here, all right, you go all right, 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 right,
going on here? Now, wait a minute. I think you both better explain the matter to the superintendent of the division. Well, I certainly will. I'm not going to stand for being kicked in the shins by any young brat who happens to come along. <laughs> no wonder his dog's in purgatory. I can see what the animal learned. It's bad manners. You take that back. I did not see Quincy as mm. bad manners. Yeah, he All right, all right. Quiet, the both of you now, and follow me. We'll explain it out to the super. I will tell the super what you said. I see. Well, there are things to be said for both sides. Now, first of all, I suggest that you two shake hands and apologize to each other. Well, all right. I'm sorry I kicked you in the shins, Mr. Oh, uh, that's all right. I <clears throat> I may possibly have lost my temper a bit, too. Uh, yes. Uh, now, Mr. Jones, let me explain what the clerk was trying to tell you. We do not keep any dogs here on the premises. The most we can do is to refer applications to the right parties. It so happens we have connections with dog heaven through our good friend, St. Bernard. But unfortunately, there is no contact whatsoever, none at all, with purgatory. Well, isn't there any way of getting to Kirkatory, sir? Because I'll go myself if you'll only tell me how to get there, sir. I got here by myself. The clerk, there's obviously quite an attachment to the dog in this case. Yeah. He was attached to a leash, but he kept breaking away on account of he liked to run fast. Yes. Hmm. Now, Mr. Jones, I think you're a likely lad, and so I'm going to tell you frankly that the chances of your ever getting Putsy back are very, very slim. They are? Why is that, sir? Because Kurgatory is a great, great distance away and extremely hard to get to. In fact, nobody we know seems to know just how one does get there. But if you're determined to try to get Putsy back and you're willing to take risks and chances... Yes, sir, I'll do anything. Gee, Whitakers, if you only knew Putsy... Then I'll tell you how to get to somebody who may know somebody who knows somebody else who can send you to the right place so that you might be able to find out how to set out for Kurgatory. Gosh, what is that? Oh, glad to. Uh, Clerk, get me Form 5, the blue slip. Uh, yes, sir. And also applications for the interdivisional visa and interdepartmental passport. Then clip on the transfer coupons and the pink matter there. Yes, sir. Now, Mr. Jones, this is what you do. There is only one person I know who can possibly set you on the right track, and that's the head of the division of time. We call him Father Time. His place is quite far, and you'll have to make several changes before you get there. That's what all the tickets are for. Shall I say you sent me? Oh, that won't do much good. He's very busy and won't have much time to talk to you. You tell him quickly what you're after, and then if he can assist you, he'll tell you quickly. He hates to waste time. The paper, sir. Oh, very good. Mr. Jones, will you fill out this blank and sign these two while I stamp these documents? Yes, sir. Uh, Clerk. He gets put safely on the golden escalator with instructions to change at the inter-heaven junction of the Nebula Express. Wouldn't it be better for him to take the westbound Taurus special, sir? Uh, that crosses the meridian two light hours ahead of the Neb. Yes. But then he'd have to wait for a stallion for the ecliptic local. No, it's better the other way. Uh, maybe you're right. Uh, have you finished, Mr. Jones? Yes, sir. I got an ink spot all over the sheet here. Will that make any difference? No, no. Well, Mr. Jones, I guess that does it. Thank you, Mr. Superintendent. Gosh, Putsy sure going to be glad to see me. Uh, don't be too sure you'll find him because you're liable to be disappointed, you know. But good luck anyway. Thank you. Now, young man, if you'll come with me, I'll see that you get on to the golden escalator. All right. I'm coming. Uh... 
all the way here to ask if I know anybody who can help you find a dog named Footsie? Yes, Father Time. Don't you realize I'm very busy? Yes, Father Time, but it won't take you long. Quiet, quiet. I've got to listen for time signals. Ah, that means that the eclipse of three moons on Jupiter was right on time. He was just a little dog, about so big. When you hear the time signals, it will be exactly half past 162 on Uranus. That was 37 thousandths of a second late. Miss Connor, make a note of that. We'll have to make it up in the year 7,302. Yes, sir. Now, uh, what was it you wanted, little man? Well, sir, could you tell me how I could get to Kirkatari? Because my dog... Oh, oh yes, yes. And was he a delinquent dog? No, sir, a mongrel. When you hear a musical note, it will be the 172nd million and of the first dinosaur. Long toward morning on Neptune already. Yeah, I'll tell him. Well, keep your shirt on. He's right here. Who's that? Who's that on the phone? Our agent on Alpion. He says they need a ship in the sand very badly. Why? The sands of time are running low all through the archipelago of the Pleiades. Well, tell him we're digging some new pits in Nazareth. He'll have his order in two shakes of a comet. Okay. Hello? What are you doing here? Don't you remember Father Time? Uh, I'm the one looking for my dog. I came... Oh, yes, yes, uh, Mr. Bowles. No, sir. You're from Earth, aren't you? Yes, sir. Well, then, I want you to know that I'm heartily ashamed of the kind of time they have down, down there in Greenwich. Yes, sir. And I want you to understand why. Yes, sir. Because it's so mean. It's pretty mean time. Yes, sir. And uh, now about you and your dog. I don't know where Purgatory is at all. It used to be on Sirius, the dog star. But the neighbors on Curad and Mersham and Ed Harrah complained about the piteous howling and whining which came from there, so they had to move. Uh, why was there howling and whining? Because all the dogs in Purgatory are tortured, of course. Does it hurt them bad? <laughs> well, naturally. What a question. Why, well, I've heard there's fleas in purgatory as big as a lion. That's only one of the attractions. Uh, well, is there some way I could find out how to get there? Well, the only one I know who could possibly help you is uh, M.N. M.N.? Don't you know anything, lad? Mother Nature. Oh. Well, well, there goes the vernal exodus on the Elder Baron. Now, Mr. Pussy? No, that's my dog. Quiet, Pussy. Now, here's how you get to M.N.'s place. When you hear the note that they spoke on, that will be time for all visitors who are not invited to get ready to leave. Tell you who might. 
just off the main skyway between Castor and the Pollock, before you get to the red light of McBuddha, there's a hearty who... nature, but these papers have to be signed right away if you want to get them on the solar limited. Yes. Excuse me, Runyon. Yes, ma'am. Formal complaint about an earthquake in California. Mm-hmm. Test specimen of a new metal for the mountains of East of Zion. New species of ants, the Antilles. Hello. 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 Are you from Dedekind? No, ma'am. I'm from Des Moines. Are you looking for a job? No, ma'am. I want to find my dog. Oh, purgatory. Yes, ma'am. Too bad. Not a chance. Requisition for airsoft beans to take the place of butter beans. Rain wanted in the panhandle. Here. That's finished. Here, Blossom. Take these and see if they get... Wait a minute. What's that you have in your hand? Uh, that, that, that's a vacuum bottle, ma'am. It's just some warm nectar in case I get hungry on the way. Don't you know I abhor a vacuum? Uh, Give me that. Uh, no, Blossom. Don't let me lose my patience with you again. If you get hungry, there's plenty to drink in the Milky Way. Yes, Mother Nature. Now, Runyon, as I was saying, this harpy is a very strange spirit, full of lots of esoteric knowledge. Does he know where I can find Putney? That I can't tell you. But there's no harm asking. Incidentally, it's a she, not a he. In fact, she's more commonly known as an it. Well, uh, does it bite? Oh, no. But you may have difficulty understanding it because of the way this harpy talks. You have to hold this little charm. Oh, now, where did I put it? Yes, here it is. You have to hold this in your left hand while the harpy talks in order to make out anything at all. Gee, isn't it pretty? It's just like a Maggie in Marvel. Yes, it's the most charming charm I have. Don't lose it now, because it has the power of translating the Harpy's language into your own. No, ma'am. I won't lose it. I'll take care of it, like as if it was Putsy.
the automobile before I could get in, Mr. Giant. And that's how he got killed. <laughs> so you come here expecting me to tell you where Purgatory is. <laughs> you know I mean. Of course I know. <laughs> you do? Oh, gee, will you tell me, please? Oh, gee, gosh, Jiminy Heck, then you know where Pussy is. <laughs> do you think I am going to tell a little squirt where Purgatory is? <laughs> Why, I haven't told anybody anything for 67 million years. And I don't see why I should stop him now. But it's Pussy. Don't you understand? Pussy. Pussy's there. If you tell me, I can go get him. Pussy. I don't care if Tootsie's there. Now, be it small fry, I got worries of my own. Me with two heads to feed and four sets of teeth. Two uppers and two lowers to clean every night. Go on, beat it. Please, Mr. Giant, please. What did you ever do for me? Nothing, but I'll do anything you want me to if I can get Tootsie back. <laughs> As if you could do something for me. Go on now, scram, before I squash you with my little fingers. But listen to me. Don't take up my valuable time. Who sent you here in the first place anyway? The harpy. The harpy? Yes, sir. You don't say. Mmm. Step on my thumbnail here. And don't slip. I want to talk to you very confidentially. Come up here, near my ear. Now, what do you know about the harpy? Well, it told me how to get here. It gave me full directions. What are you talking about? The harpy, sir. Miss Harpy to you, buddy. Yes, sir. Well, uh, how the heck of a, could you understand her? Why, that was easy. Easy? I've been trying to get next to that creature for the last four million years. And every time I ask her for a date, she gives me queer talk. I can't make her out. I think she's stringing me along. You mean she talks like this? Yes. Say, how did you do that? Well, I'll tell you how if you tell me how to reach Purgatory. Oh, businessman, eh? No, I just want to swap you, that's all. Well, all right, tell me how. Oh, no. First, you tell me how to get to Purgatory. Hmm, well, that's fair enough. Now, mind you, you're not fooling me now. What you tell me better work. Sure, it works like a charm, no fooling. All right, then. Now, get this, kid. First, you go up through that cloud of meteor dust there on the trim ramp. And then you change the by the Purgatorium. Does... Does it bite? Oh, don't be alarmed, Mr. Jones. You see, the nearby wolves who occupy what is known as Lupine Nimbo resort certain of the policies and practice here in Purgatory. To say nothing of the smell. 
They do? Ah, that means the board of directors has reached a decision on your application. We can go in now. Uh, Mr. Jones, will you sit here? Uh, thank you. Gentlemen of the board, this is Mr. Runyon Jones of Earth, whose request to be reunited with his dog, Pootsie, number 17 million, 6 million and 12, we have just discussed. Hello, gentlemen. Jones, we have gone into this matter most carefully. That's good. We fully appreciate the pains to which you have gone and the trouble... Always nothing. ...you have taken. We are also aware of the unusual devotion you have shown the said Pootsie. And all these factors have entered into our decision. Yes, sir. Then can I see Pootsie and Hatton back? The unanimous decision of the board of directors is that you may not. What? You mean I can't see... Sorry, but it's entirely contrary to the established rules and regulations of the institution. If we made an exception for you, it might lead to all kinds of complications. Oh, Jiminy! Can I see Pootsie for just a minute? Sorry, Jones. Not even for a teeny-weeny second... Just a peek at him through the bars. <laughs> We're all very sorry, Jones, but nothing can be done for you. Incidentally, it may be of some consolation to you to know that there are no bars in purgatory. <laughs> That's good. Do you torture pussy bad? You got a lame foot, you know. I hope you don't hurt him awful. What is Now, just a moment, Jones. I am proud to say we do not torture any dogs in purgatory. Where did you get that terrible idea? Father Time told me. Oh, oh Father Time. Oh, don't take any stock in anything he says, Jones. I, uh, I shouldn't like this to get back to Father Time, but between you and us, uh, strictly on new, the job of his seems to have got the better of him. He's more or less known as a, uh... A crackpot. That torture talk is nonsense. Yes, indeed. Well, we've got a big dog to clear. Hadn't we better show Jones how to get back to the sidereal ferry? Yes. Jones, I'm afraid that closes the case. Sorry. This way out, Jones. Can I say just one more thing, gentlemen? Well, you'll have to make it fast. Pussy is a good dog. He didn't mean to bite no tires. He just wanted to race the car to show me how fast he could run. And he could have run faster if he wasn't lame in the leg. And the time he bit the dog catcher, the big bum... Jones, that's no kind of language. Well, he was a big bum. He hurt Pussy, and Pussy wasn't doing no harm to nobody. He was just chasing a cat. And about his staying out all night, well, that was because he saw me talking to Eddie Major's bulldog. And he got jealous. You can't blame a dog for that, can you? Honest, Pussy is the best dog in the world. Or else would I have come all this way for him? Well, what about the day the auto ran over him and killed him? Didn't he break away from your leash? No, sir. The leash broke. Are you sure of that, Jones? Jones? No, sir. Then the said Potsy did break away. Yes, sir. Well, there you are. Again, and please understand we are sorry, but there's nothing that we can do. Next item, gentlemen. This way out, Jones. Well, goodbye. And tell Putsy. Uh, I... Yes, I'll tell him. Goodbye. Goodbye, Putsy. Can you hear me? No, he cannot. I'll tell him goodbye for you. Thank you, sir. Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute, Jones. Wait a minute. Where'd you get that mark over your right eye? Oh, this? Oh, that's nothing. I got that in the accident. What accident? When I tried to stop Pussy from being run over. And? And nothing. 
Didn't you reach Bootsy in time? No, sir. Almost, but you see, the car ran over me first. It did? Yes, sir. That's how I got killed. Well, now, I... Uh... Just a moment, Jones. I think we've got another situation. Priorities ruling is right in the book. There's just no argument about it. Right here. Simply right here in the book. All right, gentlemen. Jones, the status of the case is changed by the fact that you gave your life to save your dog. That comes under the priorities ruling, affecting the seventh clause of the Constitution of Purgatory. I see. Well... Goodbye, gentlemen. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't understand. You can have the said Putsy back. I can see Putsy? Yes, sir. We'll release the said Putsy from purgatory in your custody. You mean... Now? Yes. The officer will take you. Come, Mr. Jones. I... I... Yes, right away. Thanks. Gee. Gosh. Holy mackerel. down at the end of the long corridor. Well, here we are. He's right inside that door. Is he? Right inside there? Yes. Just open the door and walk right in. Wait a minute. Do I look all right? <laughs> oh, yes, Mr. Jones. been listening to The Odyssey of Runyon Jones, a new fantasy for children by Norman Corwin, presented by the Columbia Workshop as number six of 26 by Corwin. The role of Runyon Jones was played by Larry Robinson, that of Father Time by Roy Fant, Mother Nature by Hester Sondergaard. The harp passages were played by Zepp Morsher, The Giant by Arthur Vinton, the chairman of the Board of Purgatory by Frank Lovejoy. Others in the cast were Rosalind Ralston, William Watts, Norman Lloyd, Morgan Pauley, and Florence Robinson. The original musical score was composed and conducted by Alexander Semler, and the entire production was under the direction of Norman Corwin. 26 by Corwin will return at this same time next week with number seven of the series entitled A Soliloquy to Balance the Budget, a one-man performance by House Jameson. <laughs> 